Yes, it all started out as a mild curiosity in the junkyard. Now it's turned out to be quite a, a quite a great spirit of adventure, don't you think? Yes. Well, we've had some pretty rough times, and even that doesn't stop us. Oh, it's a wonderful thing, this ship of yours, Doctor. Taking us back to prehistoric times, the Daleks. Marco Polo, Marinus, <laughs> and the Aztecs. Yes, and that extraordinary quarrel I had with that English king, Henry VIII. In today's episode... As soon as you've got aliens talking to each other and you can't see their facial expression, it's a problem. Knee-high, little, delicate little white socks, and then kitten heels with this strong little tongue on them. Ah, oh, she looks amazing! I don't have to worry about that silly show while they're out here just being glorious. <laughs> have, you, have you made your own Sensorite outfits? Well, there's a project for Christmas. But yeah, the end bit, I must admit, because I, I was quite engaged, and, but then I did go and uh, chop some vegetables and I just thought, I'll just leave it running. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome back to World Enough and Time. My name is Andy. And I'm Alex. How are you? Well, it's crept up on us, hasn't it? Only 25 days until Christmas! <laughs> It's amazing. It seems like only two seconds ago it was my birthday <laughs> or something. Or in 24 days' time. It's very, ti- yes. very, very timey-wimey. All that. It really is. So confusingly. I'm just, I don't think my head can deal, so yes. But the good news is, no presents from me this year because I'm broke. Hooray! Oh, that is good. Yes, I don't... always put everyone to shame, so yeah. um, it'll be quite nice to to just not have to worry that you've not bothered. <laughs> well, not that you haven't bothered, but now I won't feel as guilty about my gifts. <laughs> well, I'm just going to enjoy. Sorry, Boo. It's okay. I'm just going to enjoy um, people pretending to be very grateful or over grateful for slow gin and jam. <laughs> <laughs> Can you send those? I feel like you should try. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Gin might be difficult. The jam. Oh, I don't know. You can't send foodstuffs, can you? I don't think you send food, but I think you can send alcohol. I think Christy's oh. had Zoika sent to him before. Oh. So, yes, that would be a very gratefully received gift if that's not impossible. But yes, if it is, don't die. Yes, Good. not worth it. How are you? Good. Good. I am very, very tired. Mm. I have worked far too much and, yeah, just really, really early mornings, very late nights and just tired um yes uh, I is this a specific project or is this you just working too hard or needing more staff or what yeah it's needing more staff it's yeah there's just it's there's just too much on at the moment and you know when you just 
when you get someone to do something for you because yeah. you're doing good delegation things yeah. and then they do it and they do it so badly uh. and then you go right okay um, I'm going to give them one more chance because really <laughs> that's what delegation's all about and you give yeah. them one more chance and then they fuck it up royally <laughs> and then you're thinking either either I go for this the third time which I will end up stabbing someone about or I'll just fucking do it myself so there's been a lot of that happening recently I don't believe any of my team will be listening to this I really fucking hope, I hope not. not but oh I'm so over it at the moment it's just the lack of Oh, God, they are really going to shut up now. I just <laughs> need some people to take some shitting initiative because it's just, I feel like it's all on my plate at the moment and I'm very, very exhausted. But I bought a house, which is great. So that's positive. Happy news. Jennifer Homeowner, as I live and breathe. Yes, that is my name. It's, it's more Jennifer Bit of Grass Owner at the moment. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that will soon turn into a beautiful dream home. Gosh, it sounds like Barbie Dream Home. I don't know why. That's what I suddenly think. Yeah, about. it will. It is. It's yeah. We will be living in Barbie's dream house. It's it's going to be special. <laughs> will there be a very yes. orange shower for you to pump water through? <laughs> no, I'm actually getting very very afraid of colour. I've I've noticed that even though I have that joy of colour, where everything I I see, I want everything to be in a rainbow. I always get really depressed with my own home decor choices so i think i am gonna stay very alarmingly neutral um so that i don't offend my own eyes so okay. yeah it's it's gonna be a, a home that i think you will step into and go oh my goodness where is your personality um and i'll go fuck you i like my house we'll <laughs> <laughs> go like that I'm glad you're already angry with me for something I haven't done yet. A <laughs> response that I just know you're going to give. <laughs> it's like spending time with Maurice's mother. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure you've missed on that recently. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I really there. missed on that. What I say to her, what I say to her is I'm just going to be rude to her from the start because you're going to be angry with me in a moment for nothing anyway. So... <laughs> <laughs> Good. Just oh, gets, all that out of the, that gets all that out of the way, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Oh, it's nice. How about you? What have you been doing? Are you well? I'm well, but I'm angry. Very angry. Oh, good. Oh, shit. This could be quite a Sparks Flying episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're both like, just fuck off, world. Right, tell me about it. I just want Rishi Sunak to be killed. Violently, preferably. I don't know who Rishi. He he's is. the business business secretary of the current Tory shit shower. He's the one right. who's so saying. Is he that... the one who has a very expensive cup on his desk that's making everyone angry? I don't know because I don't watch the news because I can't. It just makes me angry. Apparently, I'd... he's telling everyone how they should be more frugal, and then he's got like a cup on his desk that would have cost a hundred and ninety pounds uh... or something ludicrous. Well, yes. anyway, anyway carry on. Mr. Sunak has effectively said that. I've made a massive mistake with my career, you know, even though I'm entrepreneurial, self-starting, you know, I've never had support from anyone and yeah. fucking go out and get this work. I'm the epitome of the Tory wet dream in many ways. Mm. <laughs> and yet, oh, no, yeah, you need to retrain, really. We're not going to give you any more money because you're, you're <gasps> stupid and worthless, effectively. So the grant that I was getting, it's now like 20% of my salary will be what it is from now on. Ugh, so it's just like twats. It just makes me so angry. Mm. And it's also this normalising of the present as if as if it's 
our fault and as if it's sort of like we could have you know if you thought about it you could have done something different with your life you know what I mean yeah, it's like no I've got a fucking good career actually thank you so yes that is kind of infuriating oh. yes oh it is just getting worse and worse isn't it yes it is like, and, and I know we have to kind of accept the reality as it is at the moment but at the same time having been so self-starting it's just very hard to take you know because I'm not someone for handouts ever yeah. You know. Anyway. Yeah. La la la. <laughs> what you been watching on TV? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Why does this always take me by surprise? Well, well, um, I have... You know how I'll recommend something to you and you'll ignore me. And you'll recommend something to me and I'll go... Oh, I'll go watch that. Well, I've done that, so I have watched Giri Hadji and enjoyed it greatly. Yay! Fantastic! Yes. Wasn't it good? Really good, yes. I, uh, When you were telling me about it, you were saying there's someone I was going to really like in it. Like, yeah, it's basically about two minutes after you meet him, you're like, fuck, he's amazing. He's so good, isn't he? Well, I can't even remember his name now. Is it Rodney? Or yeah, Rodney, yes. Name? Yes, yeah. Rodney, oh, yeah. He's... Utterly wonderful. Isn't he? Loved him. Because I was saying you're going to yes. really like the Rent Boy, which sounds like a weird sentence I wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And he got the best Just supporting actor, um, Bafta, you know. Oh, did he? Oh, great. Oh, he did deserve that. Oh, that's wonderful. But yeah, the, like the love story side of it. But to be honest, the story that kind of kind of sat with me the the most and oddly was um kenzo's wife like i just it was just that kind of little wonderful kind of resilient strong baxter story and her like yeah. realization of who she was was just really beautifully done so yeah Wasn't i did it? like that. that when those three went on that convoy to to rescue the child <gasps> oh. so cool wasn't it amazing? Yeah, really wonderful. And then the brilliant sequence about that guy, the guy who'd been secretly really important all along. Yeah, yes, <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> the guy who was just like this clueless British policeman in Japan and he actually had, was like the key to so much of it. Yeah. What did you, I must ask, what did you make of the rooftop sequence, the dance sequence? Um, I was, I mean, I was fine with it. I mean, the whole thing, like, obviously all the stylized kind of animation yeah. kind of recaps and stuff it's it's all of it puts you in mind of this isn't normal and so i was quite happy to be shown something that yeah. wasn't normal yeah, but i, I had that. christy next to me going what the hell <laughs> just uh, why right. is this on i can't because uh, like up until that moment obviously it was the end so it was all right but up until then we'd been it'd been quite good for us to both be on board because for me i had like the depth and character development and yeah. for him he had fighting and guns and stuff um so we kind of it was something that worked for both of us but then when that came on he was he was quite angry well you know when people are afraid of something new yes, to the point where it makes exactly. them furious yeah 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 it was that yeah. i just loved how it expressed all the emotion and the backstory of everyone and just accentuated everything even though it wasn't saying there's no easy answers here this is life yes. this is complicated i just loved that expression through the dance i thought it was amazing and I just love that they all really did it as well. Like they didn't try and have other people to express it with perfect dancing. It yes. was just it was them. They were all doing it, and they, none of them were real dancers. But it was yeah, it was beautiful. So that's a rare recommendation from both Andy and Alex. That's Jiri Hadji on Netflix. 
gosh, if you don't watch that, then you're obviously a big fat fool. Yes. Um, yes, and I think the thing I've been talking about for so long, but I finally, finally bought my DVD player. Yeah. So really, it is just a little $40 attachment for my laptop, but it has changed my life. Very excited. Um, so, yes, no, I have finally been watching The Good Life, which I've been talking about watching for a very long time, and it's freaking brilliant. So bloody good. Yeah. yeah, so I can't talk about that anymore. And and I haven't yet, but I will be watching a lot of Diana Rigg um, when I can find all my DVDs. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Good. There you go. Well, how's about you? Um, we've been still slogging through Prisoner, and I was amazed when I was... Does it feel like a slog? Well, it is, because I've been trying to get to the point where flipping Erica Davidson, the governor, leaves, and she doesn't leave. No, until she's the... still No, there. she's gone. She's now gone. I oh. mean, episode 364 is when Anne Reynolds arrives. We've got Anne! We've got Renault! Woo! Although, um, slightly surprised, because um, Anne Reynolds also says Mimo. And I didn't know that. I thought that was just an error. She says what? Mimo. Mimo. (laughs) I just need to send out this Mimo. Um, (laughs) And I have a question I've written down here, actually. Do they say Mimo in New Zealand? (laughs) Oh. Do they? I'm really sure they don't. I hope not, but they do in Australia, apparently. I'm finding quite brilliant that there's a struggle between meme and mem. Have you ever heard people say mem? Oh, really? Yes. And I've been thinking that can't be a a thing, but then I keep meeting people who are like, and you can tell when they say it, they're nervous. There's (laughs) been more than a couple. They're like, mem? (laughs) No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Try again. (laughs) Maybe you'd like to leave the the room and come back in. (laughs) (laughs) Because you've embarrassed everyone. Exactly. Because you actually, it's quite a a cruel thing to do, isn't it? Because I I have to then respond to that and I I have to not laugh. So really, they put me in a really awful situation. (laughs) I love how you kind of think it's it's how you feel about that. That's amazing. Absolutely. I I carefully don't people put people in that situation by researching words that I'm a little bit uncomfortable about. I think it's selfish not to try. <laughs> oh, I'm cackling like a witch here. <sighs> anyway, good, good. Yes. I well, we've clarified that. that. Yes. So, Hark! But what I doth not hear, the Kaliak. Oh, don't hear the Kaliak. She's left the podcast. Well, so I'm assuming. You palmed her off to a different pub podcast, or no? I got a, I got her. a scroll midweek. I was happily gardening away, and a scroll dropped from the sky. Right. I saw a slight, slight glimpse of black, but it could have been anything. Quite honestly, it could have been a big leaf. Um, but there was yep. a scroll beside me. I unfurled it in time-honoured fashion, and it said, "It's been fun." Brackets kind of, but I'm off to start my own podcast. So oh. Oh, no, that's good. On to bigger and better things. Yes. I think that'll be, that will be really good. I, I'll listen. Yeah, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got exciting okay. news, exciting news. What is it? What's the news? Well, I've been inspired by Doctor Who, no less, which feels appropriate. What? To build yeah. something. 
Do you know what I've yeah. been building, Alex? I've been building... Uh, you're quite a tinkerer. I can I can imagine it's pretty impressive. If ever there's a man who tinkers, <laughs> it's you. I've been effectively building a time television at AKA Time Space Visualizer, I think. I don't know what it's really called. Maybe that. From The Chase. Yes. Yes. <gasps> well, I would have done that during lockdown, had yes. I known, had I've I had thought. all this time. And Good. I've, it's now very big. It sits beside me in the study. It's huge. It's huge. Lots of dials. Good. Lots of dials. Good. And now you'll be uh-huh. pleased to know I've made it in monochrome as well. So that it's the right yeah. colours. No, that's, yes. that's how it needs to be. Yeah, good. <laughs> Great. But... I, I'm sure there's going to be a picture of you next to it shortly. Uh, yeah. On, yeah. on the Twitter. Yeah, they will. Good. Um, good. But thus far, I can only get it to tune into old episodes of... Music TV programmes, popular music TV programmes, things like... The old grey whistle test. Things like the old grey yeah, whistle test, top of the old pops, 6-5 special, the tube, that's all yes. I can get. So All my favourites. Yes. Good. So I've been tinkering away, um, but that's all I can get so far. What is this machine? I've already told you, my dear, it's a time space visualiser. you mean... A sort of time television. Yes, like that. Yes, that's exactly what this is. I'm going to tune it into the song that was number one that all the kids were rocking down to when the Sensorites first aired in June 1964. It was number one for quite a few weeks. Wow. It's Chapel of Love by the Dixie Cups. Oh, no way! <laughs> I was almost going to choose that one. That's so bizarre. I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I really was. See, I didn't know it was, it was on for this episode. I just, I knew it was a, ch- uh, it was a hit in 64. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. <laughs> now it's like we need someone to go and elope quickly it just has that kind of rom-com kind of a, a feel about it and carol and john get married <gasps> don't they well they're going to oh yes 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 they just want to get married well, now it's I... all they care about that's <laughs> <laughs> all i would care about um okay so I don't, I, you know, my knowledge of the chase is limited. How exactly does the time space visualizer work? Can I just think about a point in history that I feel like we'd like to go to for music? I think you have to, or... you have to go to a big, there's a big sort of box underneath with loads of cassette box things in that he has to plunk in and in a really sort of chock-a-block right. style. Chock-a-block. Okay, well, chock-a-block. I'm, oh, chock-a-block. <laughs> God, I love that. Right, well, I have got the chock-a-block Block. cassette for you. Yeah. Yes, right. chock-a-block block, of course. Oh, my right. God, this, there's so many great memories coming. Right. Okay, so... I shoved it in, and it's, it's quite like putting a video into an old top loader. You know, it's quite clunk-click every trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, just listen to it and see how many memories this brings back to you. What are you thinking? 
Well, of course, everybody's favourite, your favourite of mine, Betty Boo. Where are you, baby? Oh my god. Absolute classic. <laughs> Cost my favourite Beatles. Oh. So many happy thoughts. We we just needed a bit of it. We I was did. thinking sixty four, and then I was thinking no, no. We've had some sixty four. We now need some random nineties rubbish. To yes, exactly. What a great video, though. We were like, this is mm. the best thing that's ever been made, ever. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm picturing silver and hot now pants. She's got... Were there silver hot pants? Yeah. I don't know. There were. She definitely wore silver. I think they must have been silver hot pants. Yeah. And I think, really, even if she wasn't, you should always be picturing silver hot pants in your life. This should be a part of life for you. <laughs> Good. So, I'm very pleased with the new time television I've built. It's more of a time radio, though, in a sense, because for the people, for the listeners at home... Yes, but... <laughs> it's you getting the full joy, but, yeah, everyone yeah. else not so much. Yes. So, um, wonderful. Yes. Right. What, what is it now, Alex? What's happening oh, now? Oh, shit. What is it now? What the hell is it now? Well, I've not been busy at all. I've <laughs> had time on my hands I to the quiz. All I have been thinking about is... <laughs> no, no. Let's not sort out that process document so we don't all fuck shit up. I've been thinking, actually, let's sort a quiz out. Good. Do you want me to provide a quiz? <laughs> no, I've done a quiz, so fuck off. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I'm quite angry today. Right, well, I say I've done a quiz. <laughs> I've done enough. I'll give this. I'll, how about as much as. Let's see how much I score, but also I score your quiz out of 10 as well. <gasps> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> You're never getting any points for your quizzes then, turdita. Mm. Um, right. right. So, I thought, being as Anna sent us into a world of confusion with all of her plants and shit, and like she yeah. used random ass Doctor really Who references, did. I thought, if all I go to is new Doctor Who, that's not a stretch. No. That's not too far. No. no. It's not, is it? No. Um, and I don't know anything about new Doctor Who, so all of this is stolen i have none of this information in my brain i took the test myself i got one out of ten i was quite <laughs> impressed <laughs> you, just to clarify um, though but, for the viewers listeners even you have watched all of new doctor who haven't you it's just you don't retain I have, any of it but it just doesn't st- yeah no I, I i think my brain stopped remembering stuff in about 98 something like that um so yeah no all of new yeah. doctor who just in and out just doesn't yeah. stay um but yes so i thought quiz on the classic episode classic story world enough and time <gasps> oh, oh yes yes oh, no. right yeah <laughs> 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 right good I've okay. Definitely, I've definitely watched it twice. 
the doctor asks the Cyberman if he has information about who or what. Mondas. <laughs> so close. The answer is Bill. Um. So close. Foolish to. Right. Okay, this is going to be good. You're going to get this one. Yes. How long is the ship that Nardol is investigating? How long? Ooh. Yeah, I know. Mental, isn't it? All of these questions I just looked at and I was like, mm. I <laughs> did I watch this episode? 1,500 metres long. Right, I'm feeling like I probably need to give you the multiple choice that I have in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Although Is mine it... was an entirely oh. accurate answer. <laughs> <laughs> Is it 4,000 miles long, 400 miles long, or... 40,000 miles long. I think 4,000 miles long. Mm, good guess. Wrong! 400. 1,000. Are we go? doing well? 400, 400. 400 miles? Just 400. Yeah, 400 miles. Oh, okay. That's all. Um, okay. This is, you're going to get this one. No. Who does... Can we okay, do what they do in House four... of Games and, and to add the numbers together and then half them... <laughs> That's only when two people are playing, you nugget. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, um, (laughs) So, I'm telling you before I ask this, because you'll say you never said that before, I want your answer to this question to be very accurate. Not just close, but the exact wording. You never said that before. I know, but I'm saying it now. Just for this one, who does Missy initially claim to be? Another member of the TARDIS crew. (laughs) Wrong, guitar. It's Doctor Who. Oh, she does. I remember doing that now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're ruining your new Doctor Who credentials as well as mine Mm. that were already gone. Okay. Okay. The Cybermen Cybermen in this episode come from which... No. (laughs) Fucking hell. Wanda. Yeah, yes, that's it. Good job. <laughs> Points me. <laughs> Points. Keep score, someone. He's got one point. Keep a finger up. Okay, right. How long does George say he's been alone on the ship? Ooh. Um. Seven months. Oh, it's a good guess. It's two days. <laughs> 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 okay, what message does the doctor leave in Bill's subconscious? I like you a lot. Please don't become a Simon <laughs> and die. <gasps> oh gosh, I did a horrible burp. I apologize. <laughs> um, uh, wrong, wrong. It's wait for me. Uh, okay, good. good. Okay, you're gonna get. This is the only one I got right. I feel confident for you. Which form of combat, often practised by the Third Doctor, is used on George? Venusian Aikido. Yes! Good. Does that, mean you, job. does that mean you got the Mondas one wrong? Yeah, I thought it could be Telos. I don't remember. Okay. 
sod off. (laughs) 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 What does the master claim to be very worried about? Whether he left the kettle on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it could have an impact on that, no. His future. Yes. Think on it looks sharp. Yes. Good. Right, the doctor reveals that he and the master once had a pact to rule the universe together. Oh, no, that's wrong. Um, it's see every star in the universe. I had the word universe there. Yeah, God, almost the same sentence entirely. Exactly. Right, last one. Yeah. This is your chance to make it. Three out of ten. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. As long as I've beaten you, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What does the doctor say about the fact that humans only have one heart? Um, hmm. That they're just not trying hard enough, really. <laughs> Essentially, it is like that. But no, it's like a budget cut. It's like a budget cut. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So, well done. Well done. You got two. You got one more than me. So impressed. I'm just impressed that I managed to find a quiz. <laughs> we go. Yeah, really good. But I would like also like to hear more about the process that you're helping to organise. No, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> you really wouldn't. At all, ever. Yes. Good. Well, thank you so much. Wonderful. (laughs) Okay, right, next time I'll just do something silly because it's more fun for everyone. No, but there'll be be new Who fans who have answered all of those correctly and enjoyed it. Oh my God, please, if someone is a new Who fan and they retain information, please get in touch and say, yes, I was on board. More on board than you guys. I'm better than you. Something like that. (laughs) Something arrogant and hateful. Yeah. So it's now, without any further ado, time for our story du jour. It is the Sensorites. <gasps> Yay! Oh my god! My party does have a choice. And I assure you, we have no intention of spending the rest of our lives with you. Well, you have our answer. Grandfather, it was the only way they knew I'd agree. Agree? To what? go down with them to their planet. Otherwise, we'll all be killed. Grandfather, he's unconscious. There is no hope. Your friend is dying. The only story to be written by Peter R. Newman, as I live and breathe, Directed by Mervyn Pinfield, episodes 1 to 4, and Frank Cox, episodes 5 to 6. First went out in June 64. They are all my facts. That's all I have for background. Other good than, facts, good facts. Other than it was the seventh Doctor Who story ever. Ever. No less. Was it? Yeah. Wow. Wow. What's First the eighth? Series. What? What's the eighth? What? That classic, The Reign of Terror. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh good. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Good, yeah. um, good. Right, so would you like my little um, pressy on what happened? Ha- oh, yes, the synopsis. 
I'm so looking forward to this. Ever since I re-listened, re-listened to your last synopsis for the last episode, which you've not heard yet, you'll hear that in November, listeners. <laughs> oh, no, you will have heard that in November. Oh. <laughs> Just I won't. Okay, good. Um, right, let, let's think back. So, <laughs> oh, so... The TARDIS crew are happily reminiscing in the TARDIS. Um, and then they land on a ship. And what do they find? That everyone on there are just dead. Dead, no less. And then we're like, this is a bit macabre. What's happening? They're not dead. They just don't breathe or something. <laughs> Still I'm sure. <laughs> um... <laughs> um there's a bit of an interlude with a man with white hair, but we like it. And then some ood come out without the fuzzy spaghetti bits. Um, and they are quite a... They've seen, they've been, we've been told they're a bit grumpy, but in fact they're a bit friendly. Generally-ish. Unsure. Um, and they say, right, I if you guys want to... Oh, who were they trying to save? There's someone they're trying to save. John! Ah! If you want John's brain, then you've got to come with us. Um, and they go, righty-ho, take them back to the sense sphere. See, did watch it. Wow. Um, and on the sense sphere, oh yeah, they hate humans because the last time they had hate. contact with humans, every every bugger died or lots of sensorites died yeah. um, and so the doctor comes Ian gets really ill he's got the same thing that all the sensorites had what the hell's going on the doctor clever chap works out they've all been poisoned <gasps> then you find out at the end what who's been poisoning them some English bloke stuck in a pipe it was odd, um, um, but the um, oh, and there's some there's some government government grumpiness um, with men in sashes. The men in sashes all get angry with each other. Um, in the end, they're all happy, and they think they 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 live well. There we go. That was just I don't know. It feels like I just watched the sense rights all over again. In, uh... <laughs> You know when they do those quick Shakespeare plays? It felt like that. Yeah, I was there. I was in that moment. I was loving it. Emotionally drained. Excellent. So, good. Tell me then, after that wonderful synopsis, what is your what was your first experience of the sensorites? Well, about two or three days ago, I popped down to the garage thinking. I really want to make use of this new DVD player. I'm going to find my box of DVDs that I haven't looked at for a long time. And in there, lo and behold, there's a bloody Doctor Who story I'd never seen before. Never seen before. Couldn't bloody believe it. I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to know it. As soon as I put this on, I'm going to, I'm going to know it. Yeah. And I didn't know it. This is my first experience. You bought it for me. Right. I didn't have a DVD player at the time. Do, and. Do, do. I just forgot about it. DVD. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, this this old new DVD player thing has just opened up a world to me. A opened up a world of one episode world. that I've not seen before. Yes, but just too exciting. And so, yes, first experience was two or three days ago, and oh, I couldn't be happier. Really? Did you enjoy it? Oh, 
Yes, new Doctor Who. Remember that feeling. When was the last time you had a new Doctor Who? Oh, yeah, that's true. Yes. It was huge. Yes, fantastic. It is. So I think this is only the. I think it can only be the second time I've seen it, or maybe the third. Mm. Yeah, third at wow. the very most, but I feel it's only the second. Um, yes. So we watched it in two episode chunks over the last three nights. Oh yeah. And I think that is the way to watch it, I've decided. <laughs> right. Have you struggled in the previous I think watchings? I remember the first time I watched it, definitely feeling quite sleepy towards the end. Um, I think, yeah, the end bit, I must admit, because I, I was quite engaged, and, but then I did go and uh, chop some vegetables and I just thought, I'll just leave it running. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come back when they're out the pipes. Aside <laughs> <laughs> yeah. from that, yeah. it was good. Excellent. I've got, I've got a sentence I have to read out to you. Yes, it all started out as a mild curiosity in a junkyard, and now it's turned out to be quite a great spirit of adventure. Oh, I loved all that reminiscing bit. Wasn't it wonderful? It was funny. They kind of took it upon themselves to list all of the previous stories. <laughs> yes, and another one just to show that there was a life beforehand. Yes. It was so sweet. It was nice. Really was enjoyed fun. that. You don't get that very often. I do like mm. them referencing their own things. Yes. It's lovely. And I just, I like the whole straight away them kind of recognising that the Doctor gets quite nosy. I always like that. I, I just like that. Oh, yes, no. Oh. I'll have to have a little look around kind of thing. Well, I don't usually want to, but I want to now. Yeah, he says, oh, he oh, actually yeah. says there's not an ounce of curiosity in me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, and they all have a little laugh at him. I just, I do like that they are trying to develop those kind of, those ways of, like, everyone saying, oh, that's the kind of thing he says, eh? Oh, isn't that cute? And I just, yeah, I think it's lovely. Yeah. But we might be able to help you. No, no, Barbara. I learned not to meddle in other people's affairs years ago. Now, 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 don't be absurd. There's not an ounce of curiosity in me, my dear boy. Tell me, why are you in danger? <laughs> and I loved that um, as soon as they got out there, <laughs> Susan had a Marie. <laughs> I really liked that. Because people don't say, well, we don't say that anymore. But, um... What's that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> so, oh, I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I'm sorry. People don't generally say that they have a feeling, I find, anymore. But as soon as someone says, oh, I've got a feeling, I just think of us saying, I've got a Marie, I've got a Marie feeling. <laughs> I've forgotten all about that. Tell me more. <laughs> oh, oh, of course. Marie feeling. Marie feeling. So every time someone that. said feeling, we used to say, oh, I've got a Marie. <laughs> I don't remember who Marie Phelan is. <gasps> she was a ginger lady who always used to have farmhouse bran. That's as much as I can tell you. <laughs> but what was she? What part of my life was she from? Oh, um, she lived um, in Stafford, oh. um, on the main on the road into Stafford um, Centre from where we were in Rickerscote. I can't remember what that road was. Um, yeah. Uh, but was she at school with me? No! No, it was Mum's friend. Oh. Mum only had two friends. There was Karen and Marie. Marie and Phelan. Yeah. I've got a Marie. Yes. We said it all the time. It had a slight memory for me, but not a lot. <laughs> but yeah, do you remember we got really excited when we found out there was a thing called Marie Biscuits? <laughs> 
don't know why. Mm. We used to buy them like as a treat for each other because <laughs> they made us laugh and they were a snack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was a sort of weird little tiny world, wasn't it, that we lived in? <laughs> it was. It was just finding joy in really bizarre things when we were so miserable. Now, I'll tell you what was a part of that tiny little world was Prisoner Cell Block 8. Yes. Now, why yes. am I bringing up Prisoner Cell Block 8 again? Because there was an amazing, stunning coincidence that happened that didn't only leave me a bit shook, but Marisa was also a bit freaked out <laughs> by it. And for Marisa to be freaked out by something, it's kind of like, that is like, that's a proper massive coincidence. So we were watching um, The Sensorites, episode one. And I said to Marisa, I'm fairly sure that that woman there is one of the only two actresses who's in Prisoner. Is that Carol? Yes, Carol. Right. Ilona Rogers. And the other one's Louise Pajot, or Pau, I don't know how you say her name, from Seeds of Death. Um... But oh, yeah. I said, oh, it's probably in an episode we've already watched because we've watched 300 plus of these bloody things, you know. And, um, and Marissa said, I'll just check. So she checked and she said, oh. And I'm like, what? Why are you so gaspy? And she says, her first episode is the next one we're due to watch. So we, we were on episode 361 and that evening after the sense rights, we were going to watch episode 362. <laughs> And that was her first episode. It was just like, what? Wow. Oh, that's pretty cool. Episodes 362 to 370 as fake psychic Zara Moonbeam. <laughs> and did she have an English accent? Or yes, did yes. She Yorkshire. Her oh. actual native Yorkshire accent, which she doesn't use in Sense Right. She's very RP. You, stop right there. You're new here, and you've obviously never been in prison before. But you're going to learn very quickly that you don't just wander around as you like. My body might be behind bars, but my spirit is free. Oh, is that so? Well, then we'd better tie you down in case you start floating around your cell. Oh, you have an aura of repressed guilt and aggression. Don't give me any of your rubbish or you'll be sorry, understand? Yes. Miss Ferguson. Yes, Miss Ferguson. Now get to yourself, and don't let me catch you at any of your cheap circus tricks again. Facts about Elona Rogers that you wanted. She moved to New Zealand in 1973. Then she she went to Australia in 78, did a bit of praise, then went back to New Zealand and lives in New Zealand to this day. Well, you would. (gasps) Oh my God, I need to go visit Elona Rogers. Find Elona Rogers now. That's what you need to do. Where on earth Interview does she live? That. I bet she'll be on the shore. She'll be she'll be close to me, she sweetie. Will. All she the best will. people are. I feel her presence. So find Ilona or Ilona or whatever you call her. Yes. I feel like it must be Ilona because Ilona always gets called Ilona. Oh, does she? It's making me think of Canada yeah. Drag Race. Did you watch Canada Drag Race? No. <gasps> Canada Drag Race. One of them was called Ilona Verley. Anyway. Yes. Was it not on? What, was it, it not on the telly it, for you? No. So is it a RuPaul Drag Race? She comes. She pops up to say hello, but it's 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 called no, it's not called RuPaul's. It's called just called Canada Drag Race. But it's the total format and everything, right. and it was very very good, and you should watch it. Was it? Yes. I will because the, there's a Kiwi version, and it was awful just embarrassing you know all of the bits that you hate about um drag race where people are just bitchy and horrible and none of the good bits it was just oh it was just people being really catty and nasty to each other it was the worst thing i've seen yes 
One of the judges is a bit bitchy, and he was so bitchy that everyone hounded him on social media, and he left Twitter because of it. Um, mm. Yes, but anyway, for being a bitch, very worth what well right, yes. worth watching. Anyway, that was a that was a large leap back from finding Carol. <laughs> Rogers. Yes, yes, but I, still, I like it. I've also got other things to say about Ilona Rogers, though, but mainly about Carol. Now, don't yes. you think the setup here is that they've been kept there for they don't know how long? And the sensorites keep coming to feed them. It's very weird. Yes. It's very odd. That it's... can't be like conserving energy. It's the least efficient way of doing things. Permanently knocking people out so their hearts don't work, but then feeding them in between. Do, like, do you know what it makes me think of? It made me think of misery. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? I know that <laughs> she's not, not broken their legs and James Cobb is just there miserably on the bed. Yeah. Okay, yes. Do you know what I mean? They're kind of keeping them there against their will. It's really terrible abuse, really. But um, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that they do a hair every time they go up because it's perfect. Well, isn't you it? would, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. How long are they supposed to have been there? Oh, months. Months. Oh, really? I think so. But they don't okay. know. But yeah. It must have been a while because John's hair really had turned, hadn't it? Yeah, but that's what happened to my that's happened to my hair during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> literally, 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 since the start of lockdown, my hair's gone so grey at the edges. It's just like, oh my god! I knew it would happen one day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Attack of the Johns. No, that's something else. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I'm I'm excited to hear that the lower half of England is now called Central City. It's all just one big city. I think that will. Happen. Oh, I like that. I yes. love it when they do that. That made me feel quite um, time slippy. Yes. I did like a bit of that when they kind of reimagine how England and things would be in the future. And I did feel actually throughout there was a very Avengersy feel to the whole thing. Oh. It just that kind of tidbit of a kind of a mystery kind of a thing. It was like it's like old Avengers. It's like proper like first season Emma probably late late on a kind of they've got a bit of a mystery lots of things happening around corridors and people looking a bit mysterious and and all the music was really eerie and oh I thought it was yeah I had a very strong Avengers feel to the whole thing it was beautiful very up your street really isn't it it is and having like when the um sensorite glove came out with the little small ping pong bat and burnt out the lock and it was <laughs> just oh <laughs> but it was it was lovely yeah. like it just a love that you couldn't see them but they knew absolutely that it was definitely a sensorite that had done that it's always a sensorite they came here they hot yeah that was a really strange kind of plot thing it's like a sensorite just came nicked the barrel of the lock Pop back to the sense sphere, but then seconds later they're really scared because the sensorites are coming. Well, they were just here a second ago. <laughs> I don't understand why you're suddenly so nervous. I know. But yes. I also enjoyed their butterbean spaceships. Did you notice them? They looked out the window and they're like, look, I... they're like butterbeans. <laughs> I think I've even got my. I might have to take a picture of my butterbean comment because I definitely have. Them. Yes, I've been here. I'm actually drawn. A... I've drawn a picture of, um, of a sensorite's legs and said the sensorite ships are butterbeans. <laughs> oh, I'm so pleased. I'll send you that. Yeah, well, must, <laughs> that's added content. Added value there. Yes, isn't it though? People are just on their edge of their seats to see this. Oh, and um, yeah. one thing I did love about um, or Maitland, yeah. you know when someone's so posh that they can't, they actually don't enunciate any letters yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, and his way of saying Carol was K. 
Kel. Kel. Yes. All the time. Kel. Kel. I did know. It really. I spelt it K A L E. It's just Kel. Kel. What the fuck? Yes. Yes. But the doctor and the others showed us we can resist them. We can. It's only fear that makes us weak, that's all. That may be so, but we mustn't go in there, Kel. It's too dangerous. What you really mean is I mustn't go in there. John got very shirty at one moment, and I, I quote, no, our John, not John with the white hair. Um, he said, I see it's the women who have to prepare the meal, he said. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that annoyed him. Yes, agreed. Barbara's just too happy. She's just there with a tin opener every fucking time. She's like, I'll sort it out. I'll do it. Fucking I will provide Mother Barbara. <laughs> I loved at that point as well, though, how they just let, oh, yeah, go down over there to get the water, you know, find the little section that says water and walk right past it. But then, um, and, the, <laughs> and they've been, like, gone longer than a few seconds and Carol's like, oh, no, we forgot to warn them about John. It's like, he, he might be violent. <laughs> you say that before you send someone out to get the fucking water, don't you? That's more than just an afterthought. Perhaps just before, just, uh, you might die. But She's carry a bit on. muzzy, though, from all that force feeding oh. while she's asleep. Yeah. I really wish they'd extended that plot so she's just like this big fat muffin who's just been eating shit and sitting on her seat the whole Why time. does the costume not fit anymore? <laughs> should have thought, shouldn't they? But no, I think that was a brilliant little segue into Dressed for Success. It was. I'm gonna get Okay, there's so much to say here. I don't quite know what to say. <laughs> so much to say here. I've never been busier on the dress pick success right up. Yeah, yeah. I have, a, I, have a I have a bulleted list. I have a bulleted list. But I started um, being quite ordered with it, and then I was like, I had to keep going back and say, adding this and that. Oh, look at this. <laughs> so you please tell me your stuff, and I'll, well, I'll, I'll jump I'm just going to start with one costume, and that is Barbara's dress, which. Which the, the quick-witted oh. amongst us will remember was the material that Ganatus gives her at the end of the Daleks. No! Yes! The quick-witted amongst us is not me, but yes. that's well done. Gives her well, that material, that. and it's taken a little while because she's been busy sorting out the Aztecs and all the she stuff on the She wouldn't do it straight away, would she? No, you she wouldn't, need would some you? Time no. Out. No. 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 But she's all busy, busily making handicrafts. She's done her dress. And she she's has... Done, not only has she done her dress, a beautiful... Jackie O style shift dress. I like it stunning. I know. I really know that, beautiful shape. And yes. Carry on. How would you finish off that outfit other than those clappy sandals, flippy flappy sandals? And <laughs> um, there's one point where she's bending over John and a, a little a little flip flop Dr. Shaw is sort of like flat on the ground but her heels up because it's one of those sandals. <laughs> those things and also she had the pendant giant pendant you know that was good oh I didn't see that she had a giant blocky pendant yes anyway that's me on Barbara you go next okay well I'm on to Susan because yeah that oh that pinafore dress yeah just the over the top kind of making her look school girly but doing it in a really cool way with a shirt underneath and then you're thinking oh she'll just be wearing some manky old shoes like barbara would she's got those cute she's got 
knee-high little delicate little white socks and then kitten heels with this strong little tongue on them oh what <laughs> amazing oh, it was oh the best thing i've ever seen her wear and it just really shows her impishness so yes. well like she she is beautiful and it's it's not always easy to see that they do dress it awfully a lot of the time but in this you're like yeah she's fucking amazing so yes good do, susan outfit do you want to know what caroline ford thought about it though Yes. Oh God! Did she not? Did she not like it? She was furious about the white socks, and in rehearsals <gasps> she refused to wear the white socks. She wore black tights in rehearsals and only put them on when Stupid they were recording. <laughs> they were really, really sweet little. Oh, they're, they were so cool. They were what made that outfit, idiot. <laughs> oh, I bet she had too much of a say in the rest of her outfits. Then that's why she always looks horrific. But apparently, the, oh, apparently so the blouse weird. was made by Caroline's mother. Fact. Hmm. There you go. Fact fans. No, that's good to hear. Like it. I've got to move on to um, um, Ian's trousers, which are a bit too... Oh, I didn't even note them. They're a bit too roomy. A bit too roomy for my liking. Were they? <laughs> They're just sort of roomy slacks. Oh. Never like a roomy slack, no. Um, of... <laughs> I don't like a roomy slack. I think he does, though. He's quite comfortable mm. in a roomy slack. No. Um, <laughs> the black polo, which were very popular in the 60s, yes. Yes, uh, and really should always be. I think they always look pretty suave. Yes. No? Yes, I think so. I think I went through a phase in the um, early 90s of wearing quite a lot of black polos. Um, Good. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Um, and so, okay, now little cute little spaceship uniforms with little spaceship motifs on oh, them. The How good are they? Rockets. Oh, my God. Oh. The because if yeah. I joined the bloody Space Force or whatever they're in, I'd want a frickin' spaceship on my lapel or wherever. It's just, it was just like, I'm in the Navy, I've got a boat on me. Yeah. In the Space Corps, I've got a spacey spaceship on me. And it was just so literal and so wonderful. I just, yeah, I was proud. They just went all the way. So I'm trying to come up with any so clever So I think you need some sort of tech gadget, some comms gadget for you to wear on your lapel when you're working to show that you work for your company. Good. Yeah. Yes. And I'll just Can have, I just carry my phone? And I'll just have a logo which is like, Totally unemployed, needs to retrain because I'm a lazy shit. Oh, yeah. You could just have like a, a picture of like an empty bag of crisps or something like that. That might do it. Like in the um, wind, just whistling about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling. Yeah, I'm or good. like a bottle of white lightning or something. <laughs> <laughs> just slowly oh, sinking wow. to alcoholism. <laughs> I think that'd be lovely. Um, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so much better now. <laughs> Always rely on me. <laughs> Build me up. Oh, uh, we right, have, now we've got to move on to yeah, some bloody no, sensor we have, I can't believe oh. everyone's like, why haven't they talked about the sensor rights first? <laughs> oh. Well, they, 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 you saved the best, didn't you? But those feet, I've <laughs> never wanted to hug a creature more. Oh, and Because sometimes they look really angry. Sometimes they're quite grumpy. And then you look at their feet and you're like, oh, I can't possibly be angry with you. Look at your feet. Oh, they're just adorable. It's just, oh, I just, there's nothing cuter than those little sensorite feet. They're just little discs of joy. And oh, they make me so happy. Yeah, I, and oh, oh. I love the scene where they, and also the, you can't believe that the first scene you actually see their feet, they actually step on each other's feet. 
Uh, it's just brilliant. Oh, really? <laughs> it's the best. But oh, I like to think that they're like... really sensitive. They're not that sensitive feet because they, if they can stand on each other's feet without going ouch, because they're sensitive about everything else, I think those feet are quite sturdy, actually. Yes, yeah, because yeah. they spread the load. They can kind of, they can take a bit of pressure. Yeah, they're all right. Mm. Um, I did, I loved the whole, um, I've only got one stripe, so I'm a not so important man. I've got two stripes, so I'm the best and I'm a naked stripe man. So yeah, just kind of kick me in the face. Like I just, I really liked that whole kind of it, visual it reference. So, it was beautiful. so racist though. That's the most racist thing ever, wasn't it? It was just terrible. <laughs> that, that I, I understand we all look the same sort of thing, isn't it? I mean, it's just like... Yes. They all look yes. so different. Some had more furs. Yeah. I, I could tell them apart. Some had more beardiness. Than and others. definitely, if you were a censorite, you wouldn't just think, oh, that one's poor, so he won't recognise me. <laughs> yes. He's, he's just sort of... <laughs> He's just a cleaner. He won't have the power of sight. And the actual, the, the evil one actually said, I had never thought of that. Didn't he? And that's when he gets, gets, gets the idea that, that. they all look completely I identical. I love that you see him get the idea. Like, it's just like, oh, hug you. It, oh, it's funny. That's I terrible. It. That the only way they can tell each other apart is by putting little strips of crap on them. Honestly, no yeah. bad plot. Yeah. Bad plot, but funny <laughs> plot. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah. Classic. Um, I have a question for you. Do you think sensorites yeah. wear underwear? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think long and hard. I feel like you've just said, I don't think you should... shit in the woods, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm thinking. Um... I don't think you should have said the phrase long and hard. Either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, so did, did, did you catch glimpses of things that you shouldn't have done? I don't know. I just I just remember thinking there weren't a lot of VPLs, which made me feel a bit nervous. <laughs> oh, so they were either wearing, as as you learnt recently, compression undies, <laughs> or actually you probably learnt about a year ago, didn't you? Yeah. But yes, either that or I think they had to be. Yeah. Yes, they had to be wearing something because there was no. I didn't see any unfortunate wibbly wobbling, <laughs> so I think no. Yes. Also, I did I mean, feel sorry for the fatter sensorites, the slightly chubbier ones, because they were quite unforgiving. There was the, the odd one. Yeah, <laughs> it's very similar to a man on uh, what you would call it. Oh God, I forget what the planet of evil's called, but yeah, Zeta, they, they Zeta Minor. Oh yeah, well. it's the fat guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Beer bellies just don't go with that outfit. No. Um, I didn't. You feel though at first when you first saw the sensorites, yeah. and they like. And like that that moment when he's just at the window. Yeah. Like, aside from it being completely unbelievable, like it just, I was like, "Fuck!" I, I think I really did kind of it's exclaim really, somehow. It's really I don't know what I said. It really was really shocking. creepy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I did like that Doctor Who managed to scare me a bit. Yeah. I felt that was quite good. Yeah. I was disappointed though in the recap because in the, in the start he has his hands out like he's going ah, but in the recap no hands he just stands there. Oh, mm, I wonder why they change it. One yeah. line from the first episode that I must play in is the Doctor saying, Yes, but I rather fancy that's uh, settled that little bit of solution. <laughs> Classic Doctor. Oh, love him. Actually, he didn't do bad with his words. Like, he, oh, I he don't know. He muffed I, up quite a f- No, but I compared think to normal, the, like, he muffed I think a this lot. is the fluffiest episode ever. Muffiest, fluffiest ever. Really? Story, yes. 
so many times that people had to start their sentences again. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> Um, you know how there's always a link between the story we last did and the next one always always Always. well this time it was Susan shouting we're going to hit we're going to hit which is exactly what they say about the Sky Striker in Revenge of the Cybermen one of the Hogan shouts it's going to hit it's going to hit there you go Link. Good, good linky, 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 winky, winky, winky. yes (laughs) like it like it oh what would you say if Carol said to you, you're very strange, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I just, fuck off. Like, so like, you just don't say that. Like, you don't just look so at someone and go, you're rude. very strange people. So yeah, rude. it was just, it was unnecessary. And how did you feel about Susan starting to gain her independence? I thought it was wondrous. Um, but I was really quite upset that... I thought it was really in a. It felt like the depiction of an abusive relationship, though. In the end, oh, completely. When he was hugging, completely. when he was hugging her, and she was like being completely being put back in her box, I felt quite angry and upset. Yeah. Oh. It's like, remember, you never ever come against me. You yeah. never ever disagree, even if you're right. You just have yeah. to admit you're wrong, and I will forgive you. Oh, it was awful. Awful, really yeah. terrible, Absolutely. abusive, patriarchal death world of horror. Yeah. You don't have the ability yes. to represent us. <gasps> that was the line. You don't sentence. have the ability to represent us. It's like, I can't believe he said that. I wrote it oh down. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, no. what the fucking hell? Yeah. But she and she really did resist. Like, I do, I appreciate that they, they showed it fully. Like, she didn't yeah. instantly just give in. They did show that she was kind of not happy with that. Yeah. But they definitely tried to infer that the correct way to deal with that kind of disagreement was for the man to win and for her to just shut the fuck up but yeah it was and and she i mean they didn't give any credence to the fact that susan was the one who worked out how to kind of talk to them she was the one who had the idea of kind of really concentrating on something like that stuff like not everyone does that like that was pretty clever shit i thought and she really she quite quickly and effectively found a way of fucking with the sensorites which i thought was brilliant yeah and Barbara was really bad as well. She just turns to Susan and says, you're not going with them and that's final. It's like, you're not a mother. Yes. Oh, no. no. Didn't like that. No, either. she, be- yeah. Yeah. Completely. Because Susan was wonderful <laughs> in that moment where she was standing by the hatch thing and she was like, no, I'm going to go with them. You know, yeah. they knew I'd yeah. agree. I loved her being finally mysterious and otherworldly and unearthly, in fact. And yes, absolutely. Suddenly coming into, into her own and it was all taken away from her by abusive parental relationships. Bad. Yeah, completely. What is all this, setting yourself against me? Hmm? I didn't, Grandfather. Oh, I know you thought you were doing your best child in the circumstances, but I think I'm a better judge of that. Well, I have opinions too. My dear girl, the one purpose in growing old is to accumulate knowledge and wisdom and to help other people. So I'm to be treated like a silly little child. If you behave like one, yes. Oh, look, Grandfather. I understand the sensorites. They're timid little people. Because their minds and mine can communicate sometimes, they trust me. Yes, and I assure you, we shall make good use of their faff, but not without discussion. You will not make decisions on your own accord. Now, do you understand? Is that quite clear? Well, is it? Look, I'm not saying I'm as clever as you or anything. Of course I'm not. 
but I won't be pushed aside. And he does work to take away our confidence as well. He, he does use those lines. Oh, you know, you wouldn't be able to do that. And oh, oh no, you, you, you need me. And he does yeah. use all of those yes. classic controlling lines that, oh, it's, it really is quite nasty. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, I must just go into that stage where, um, where the censor writes a really lovely line of, you've only proved that you can lock doors. We can open them. <laughs> I just yeah. really like that bit. I just thought, yeah, if you come to the, the bones of it, that's essentially what we've just proved here. So I just, I did really like that bit of brutal honesty. But then when they, um, in that scene, when they said, um, why do you make her unhappy? And I, yeah, yeah. that, it was like, yes, that's actually quite poignant. Though. Yes, Really, and it made it does sow the seeds of Susan's departure, and it's like, yeah, she should get out because I was thinking really the next episode was Dalek Invasion of Earth because no. I'd be thinking, fuck, you just got to get out of that shithole. No, she's still yeah, it was for a awful. Bit. Yeah, um, I actually counted how many times they said door <laughs> and lock. It was oh a lot. How bored were you? <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually did a, I did a edit search find thing, search find find search thing on the script online, and um, oh, you sicko! Yeah, no, I just put in the word door. It didn't take me long, and it said thirty-two sicko. times that the word door was mentioned. <laughs> wow! And twenty-four times the word lock was mentioned, and. But then I realised it probably is also stage directions as well on the script. But it was still a lot. If he didn't have doors and locks in this in this first three episodes, he would have been sunk. That's all that was happening, wasn't it? People opening doors, closing doors, locking doors. Asking was that them. whole three episodes? Well, it went on into the third episode. I mean, they leave fairly early in Did the third really? episode. But it was just a lot right. of doors opening and closing, wasn't um, it? I, I was pretty excited still. I was like, oh! New Doctor Who, and I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was still in a bit of a, a, a bit of joy. I, maybe I was just having a good day. That's good. I, I think it was. Um, I don't want to bring it yeah, down. It was lovely. One one thing I really liked was when Susan's Susan reacted to Ian telling her about the spectrograph, and she's like, "Oh yeah," because she knows all about it. She's like, "You can't tell me." Yes, anything. and they really kind of yes. It was like, yeah, I'm not even going to explain how I know that, but yeah, obvious. Yeah, yeah no, that was lovely. Yeah. And, she had, and that, um, she had that lovely dialogue about it's better to travel hopefully than to arrive, which, you know, it's just a saying, but it's just the fact that it was given to Susan, I thought was really important that she said that. Liked yes. it. Yes. But then as soon as the doctor's broken her, like, and he really has broken her, um, and then he's just really excited that the sensorites want him. They're like, oh, yeah, you want you want my brain. Brilliant. Happy news. And, like, he's just, he, he's happy to go off to the sensphere to help them because that shows, that reinforces his kind of need to be the most important person in this situation. And, yeah, that I was just like, oh, yeah, now you've broken your granddaughter. But, yeah, they need your mind. Well done, you. You've won everything. Fucker. <laughs> well, I've got a word for you, Sorry. right? Yeah. And the word is Molly Bendham. <laughs> He doesn't say that, does he? <laughs> no, but when I read the novelization, that's how I read it in my head. Oh, so... <laughs> uh, <hug> you! <laughs> so I oh. always think this story being about Molly Bendham, which is a type of mineral. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good old lass, that Molly. Isn't Molly she? Bendham. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as they said it, I was like, oh yeah. And it was only the second time I'd been reminded that that's not how you say it. <laughs> oh, pop it. Molybdenum. Molly Bentham. So, oh, you look beautiful, Poppet. My daughter's just come in. Yeah. My daughter, you, you've met her. Iona, and she's done half and half baseness. Dr. Jekyll 
And one that? half is Dr. Jekyll and the other is Mr. Hyde. Gosh. She looks quite terrifying. Right. Well this done, Iona. This may be Iona. for Halloween. Scrum, well done, Scrum Iona. Scrum margarine. Oh, yes. Ah, oh, I love it. I did it. I did the scarecrow. I'm doing this. Ah, good. I like it. <laughs> good. Um, yes. Okay. Now, can I just say something else about Babs before we leave her for for a long time? Yes. Um, yes. Do you think like you might get lonely up on that spaceship? It's just her and Maitland up there. Hmm. Yes. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might have been. Whereas my mind went, <laughs> my mind went to the fact that she must have gone to the Costa del Sol because I always think about um, what do we call him? Ian going to France yeah. during like the Rain whole of terror, terror thing. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, she was definitely gone yeah. to the Costa del Sol. Wrote, she, was having, I, she was having a knees up. I wrote down Malaga actually. Is that where the Malaga? No, is? did you? <laughs> But she comes back, when she comes back, I know it's episode six, but when she comes back, she's so tanned. It's ridiculous. Oh, is she? So tanned. She looks the best skin ever she's ever had. Yeah, totally. Wow. And she's so chilled as well. that's hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. She's had a really nice break. Really nice I love that they actually do film that stuff in order. Oh, okay. I can see her in a swimming cosy on the, on the, on the lounger, you know, with her Aperol spritz or whatever she had. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't have to worry day. about that silly show while I'm out here just being glorious. <laughs> yeah. Don't have to pretend I'm really impressed by Ian and the Doctor's cleverness. Yeah. I can just fucking sit on my own and fuck off all the men. I'm sure that's what she said. I'm sure. Um, something about the censor rights that I really liked were that um, yes, if they didn't speak as much. I wish they'd been a bit more telepathic-y using the head, head stethoscope thing because it would make more sense if they didn't have heaps of dialogue that they didn't need mouths, you know, because they have to keep talking through their muffy beards. And it was like right. they'd evolved not to need mouths. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that makes sense. And yeah, that's probably what the concept was. But yeah, I think maybe that's the point that... that the talking, oh no, when they were on their own, they just talked properly as well, didn't they? Yeah, and some of them get quite shirty towards the end of the story, and I'm thinking, no, you're not meant to raise your voice, because it's hurtful. Yes, yeah. that's mm. true. Yes. Okay, yeah. but I did I did like a censor. I thought they had a good mix of looking fucking scary, yeah. but also, because like, they looked believable, uh-huh. like apart from their feet. Like, I think you'd, because they were just like a kind of scrunched uppy face, and they didn't have much form to them. Like, I completely believed them. I think they were one of the best um, early monsters that I've seen. Agreed. Exactly Agreed. Monsters. And I think they were only the, like, the second alien life form we had in Doctor Who after the Daleks, which is quite astonishing when you think that. Oh, really? Yeah. But um, oh, I didn't know as in that. terms of something that looks different, you know, there's lots of human aliens they've met before, but yes. Yeah. I just like the fact that they were so timid and when people rose, raised their voices. But I did think it was a shame that when that bit where, where it was meant to go really dark and that they, they just slightly dimmed the lights. <laughs> like, oh my God! <laughs> Somebody throw their gun on the floor or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was the best plan right there. You just completely lose all sense of everything. Good yeah. job. Um, yeah. yeah. Did you like that um, the reason that John went mental was like, was his own avarice. Wasn't yes. that really good? 
That was quite good, wasn't it? It was like all that opportunity of all that money. Yeah, maybe that's yeah, what's ha- maybe that's that what happened. Where... To, what's happened to the Tories? <gasps> maybe this is what's <laughs> happened because they're all fucking insane. Maybe that's what I it think is. trying to palm this off on any other intervention is just giving them too much okay, acceptance. They're utterly evil and cruel people who yeah. deserve no sympathy yeah. and no reason. Good, good. They haven't just discovered um, lots of Molly Bendham. <laughs> no, exactly not. But just, I feel like if he had, if he'd have found that and he just thought, oh, cool, like I can help save the world. They would have been all right with that, but because he found it and he's like, I'm going to use this and I'm going to get people here and I'm going to get mining going. And they saw that whole kind of flourish of badness that they were just, they were like, fuck, we've got to do something about this. And it was just like, well, bloody good job. You actually had no choice. Either you could just let that play out or you acted and yeah, you did exactly the right thing. And I thought, yeah, I thought that was a really nice bit of plot there. Yes. Um, just a comment on the doctor's selective memory. Um, we've never had an argument before. Not true. Like, they have that massive, massive bender of an argument in An Earthly Child about Barbara and Ian. They're like screaming at each other. That's true. No, yeah, that's how they meet him. In the yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do think that Clayton Hickman, who did that beautiful recolorization and mending of that Jamie picture from the Highlanders for us, thank you, Clay. Yeah. Um, he should sell on his Redbubble shop a... Susan T-shirt with Susan's outfit from the Sensorites in all its glory. Yes. Alongside um, script which says very boldly, I won't be pushed aside. Wouldn't that make a good T-shirt? Yes. (sighs) That's the way people should think about Susan, not just... Yeah, I won't be pushed aside. (gasps) Yes. This this really is her best story, isn't it? I want to buy that T-shirt, Clayton. Please make it. Thank you. Yeah, God, please. Yeah. And why have you not done it already? I'm also asking. Yes. Exactly. Um, did you find it was a little bit hard yeah. to follow the plot with all the little asides? At when as soon as we get down of... to the sense sphere, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Good. Really. Lots of little things happening, and I was, I'm really sorry. I don't know if I even want to catch on, but just could you get to the plot? I'm just missing important. I think it's. Here. I think it's simply, it's the old Dalek problem again. That you know, as soon as you've got aliens talking to each other and you can't see their facial expression, it's a. Yes, pro- it's a problem. It's impossible it's, to work out. And, talking, and I don't care don't because. It. I don't know why you're saying it or what you're saying and I don't know what your motivation is because I'm having to keep track of sashes as well. <laughs> it's just like... Yes. It's just... Yes. There's a lot of work required uh, of the viewer, isn't there? I think yeah. whenever it's just them and another humanoid, it's fine, or human rather, but when it's talking to another sense, right, I'm kind of like, I feel myself slipping into the chair and just like, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I did like the whole... Um, there's often with these kind of stories where you feel like there's going to be lots of little misunderstandings yeah. because that's kind of how it's set up they they, tr- they avoided the annoying misunderstandings pothole quite a lot I like when Ian gets poisoned mm. that it's not instantly like that Susan and the Doctor are like you little fuckers oh, usually yeah. in a plot it would be like okay yeah. you'd just be like right you bastards you've done this but like it was like mm, I wonder what happened and there was just there was a kind of they did think differently. They thought, I guess, more kind of 
carefully about why someone would have done that and they were like well yeah it probably wasn't someone poisoning them um and i just yeah i thought that was quite nice and also um the same thing later on when um the the dudes the i say the dudes fuck the 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 crew yeah i think mainly ian and susan and that they work out pretty early that the city admin guy is the one who's doing all the dodgy stuff. Yeah. Like they, there wasn't like a whole misunderstanding section with that. They were like, oh no, it's obviously him. Same. He did that. Yeah. Blah blah blah. And it just, it, it kind of saved you from what could be a lot of annoying plot that you yes. just like, oh, can't be yeah. asked with this. They kind of, they did rush past that that stuff and kind of got you where you wanted to be. They got you kind of like, oh yeah, right, okay, makes sense. We worked that bit out. We're on to the next bit. And I, I did, I thought they they did have quite a pace on it. Yeah. I also. I'm being you here. I'm talking about hair. I noticed that Carol gets a brand new hairstyle in in episode four. I'm like, wow. Okay. Oh. At the Sensorite salon. <laughs> yeah. I hear they're very good. Yes. They, uh, they don't have any of their own, so they like to experiment. Yeah. Yeah. No. And her hair is so high. But... Her hair is so high. I think they missed a trick there, and they could have hidden the um the firing key or whatever it was in her hair easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't you like how bendy it was? The I was really king. happy with how bendy. I, I think was. it was yes. meant to snap though properly, and it didn't. And it was that guy was desperately oh, really? trying to snap it. Yeah, it didn't. It really was. I did like that whole scene. Yeah, there was so much of this. I must admit, all of those. Even though I was kind of losing the will a little bit. Yeah. I I did love those little background plot things where they were like people in rooms making kind of having conversations about all the bad deeds that they're doing yeah. and just. Oh, I just, I really did enjoy that. It felt so Avengersy yeah. and so cute. And I love a little silver prop. Yeah, I, I, yeah they just, there's got to be a thing that's got to be hidden and there's got to be dodgy deals that get it. And oh, it's, it was lovely. And also a bit of map, map and weapon tampering. Yes. So much fun. Naughty. Um, one of my favourite sequences in it was that really beautifully quaint sequence in which they're, they're listing all the different districts that they've tested the water in. <laughs> You know, with the curly, yes! with the, with the curly, swirly writing, and there's the music playing in the background. Yes, they well, really, were very careful about that list, weren't they? They were. They weren't, you'd have to start Neg- again. If negative. And yes. also slight Hunger Games vibe from the districts, District 10 and stuff. I was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> like it. One line that caused titters in this house was one someone says, it's very gloomy in here, which for us here at home is a euphemism for someone having farted. We often say, oh, it's a bit gloomy in here. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Anna's house where you're, where you're banned from saying the word fart because we say we then go on to say who's farted, but we do start with saying, "Oh, it's yeah, a bit, it's, it's a bit gloomy." <laughs> 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 oh, and, so, and someone said it's a bit gloomy in here, so me and Marie sort of laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, well, I really need you to tell Christy about that. He loves all the little um, things that people say that don't quite mean what they they yeah. actually they sound like. Like he really gets excited about oh, well. things. So he will add, start talking. Add using gloomy that all the time. to that. It's a bit gloomy. I will. I'm, yeah, I really will. Hmm. It's very gloomy. Oh, actually, I do need to ask you a question yes. about pronunciation. Yes. 
because Molly Bendham, I'm the king of pronunciation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, why am I asking the right person? Um, (laughs) um, is it that? It's mem. It's it's mem, not meme. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your. That's on you. Has pronunciation changed over time? Tell me of the word forehead. Is Ooh. it forehead or is it forehead? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say forehead, but yeah, but it probably should be. Like, f- I think forehead feels quite old fifties English. That's what I was thinking. Maybe yeah. it was forehead, and now yeah. we've kind of reverted to yes. saying it out. I think, and you're I right. kind of like that. It's a very unusual thing where over time you would get more particular about yes. the pronunciation and. It's quite bizarre. There's another yeah, word like that, just... and I can't think what it is. It's similar, but yes, that's a good get, that one. Ooh, yes, forehead. Ooh. Oh, I like it. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> good. Um, can you tell me, Yeah. In, in new Doctor Who, because you know I've got no memory, does Gallifrey have silver leaves <gasps> and orange sky? I think it Wasn't does that have orange lovely sky, lovely dialogue? Yeah, oh, let's play, really let's nice. play Susan in talking about Gallifrey. But Susan... Our whole life is based on trust. Yes, and that might be your downfall. Look, you don't trust the ground you walk on until you know it's firm, do you? So why trust your people blindly? When I listen to you, you who are so young among your own kind, I realize that we sensorites have a lot to learn from the people of Earth. Your grandfather and I don't come from Earth. Oh, it's ages since we've seen our planet. It's quite like Earth, but at night the sky is a burnt orange and the leaves on the trees are bright silver. My mind tells me that you wish to see your home again. And yet there is a part of you which calls for adventure, a wanderlust. Yes. Well, we'll all go home someday. Ah, lovely that she has that stuff. Um, I think maybe, because I was surprised if they didn't miss out on... You know, they're all fans, aren't they? So they probably have got it in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. Oh, one of my favourite exchanges um, from episode five is when the city administrator comes up to Susan where she's busy having a chat. She's like, she's at a drinks party. She's at an ambassador's reception. She's talking to John and Carol. And the city administrator comes over and says, you will inform him that I want to speak to him. And she's like, all right! (laughs) (laughs) She really gets a strong. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> oh, she's good, isn't she? So yeah, good. no, very proud of it. The first elder wishes to talk to the doctor. You will inform him. All right. He's not very friendly. Well, he's only just become second elder. I should think he's trying out his new authority. Mm. I wouldn't like to cross him. I haven't got much more to say, unfortunately. No, I well, I've got. I, I, I need you to help me with some some business then. So, you know where the bit where the administrator says, you are not to know that the doctor has changed his coat. I managed your escape from prison and that is all that matters. And I'm like, mm, no idea what's going on. <laughs> Never understood anything to do with the doctor's coat. It what? was really weird. I think because the doctor gets his oh, coat. No, it was really clear. Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> okay, so they tried to make out that the doctor was the one plotting with that key. Yeah. Yeah, and so the guy um, who was lying gave evidence that um, he had seen the doctor 
doing some dodgy business with someone and got the key and he's like oh what was he wearing at the time he's like oh yeah he was wearing he was wearing that he was wearing a black coat uh, I saw him put it in his pocket um, and then he's like oh well he definitely didn't have a coat because I've just given him a cloak because he was cold because he left his coat oh, I missed tool. that that was quite an important plot point I was obviously slightly <laughs> naughty <laughs> fuck yes I got plot bits I got plot bits I'm so proud. You were probably even chopping vegetables at the same time and you still got that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the, I just went off on a tangent at this point where um, you know how um, they found in the tunnels yeah. um, an old kind of insignia thing of a duty. Um, and I... <laughs> um, and it just had the, the second part of a word that I'm assuming was engineer. But um, Inia, it yeah. just said Aenea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I just went off on this big tangent in my head where I was like, it was probably Roy Kinnear. <laughs> we probably found Roy Kinnear's badge in there. <laughs> then, yeah, I had I was just I was just imagining Roy Kinnear's life in the tunnels with all the on the horse and yeah, just, yeah, that was where I ended up. <laughs> For no good reason, essentially. <laughs> Stupid, stupid girl. We should never have relied on you. Um, John had great fun describing how, yet again in another story, there's a, what he called a standard Doctor Who attack, which is to hit someone slightly over the top of the shoulder with your with your hand, and that knocks people down and sometimes kills you. And he calls it a, sta- yeah, he died a, a, yes, a standard Doctor Who attack. You can just kill anyone yes. just by slightly chopping them on the shoulder. Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's a good one. That it's just there's no blood. I think we should use it more in life. It should be like a, a way of um, doing capital punishment. Yeah, quick <laughs> chop to the shoulder, dead. And also, we have to admit that we were we thought it was hilarious when Ian and the Doctor were going through the tunnels and the, and they have the map rolled out as a as a weapon, a bit of paper as a weapon. Yeah, <laughs> passes it to the other. I've rolled it up right now. You're in okay. trouble. <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a rolled piece of paper. And John, John, John actually said, I must give him his due, he said, what's he going to do? Paper cut them to death. <laughs> oh, really funny. Yes. No, it was. It was really bad. Because, yeah. oh, they didn't have anything. The poor loves, though. They had nothing in there. But can I tell you, before we get on to our Earthman and finishing, that the story was actually all about trust. Did you know that? Um, um, I did actually make a few comments about trust in yeah. here, actually, yeah. In the second episode, the Susan's saying, it's suspicion that's making them enemies, you don't understand the sense rights. And the Doctor says, do you think I don't understand trust is a two-sided affair? Now, later on, oh. Susan's talking to the First Elder and she says, um, it has to be earned. And... Yes. And that might be your downfall, the fact that, you know, she says, look, you don't trust the ground you walk on until you know it's firm. So why trust your people blindly? So it's it's very much about trust. And I hadn't picked out a theme before and I was very pleased to. Yes. Yeah. But Yeah, no, I did. I've got like, I'm enjoying the trust issues. I think yes. was all I had in there. Yeah. But I still, it was, it was definitely a big part of that. But I did feel that was an odd thing as well. Like the kind of, that Susan was saying, really, you oughtn't to trust people so easily. And I was like, well. I think I don't know if I like that. I I quite like that there is that such trust. Yes, yes. sometimes people abuse that trust yeah. and they kind of fuck what could be a real kind of idyllic place because they want power or whatever. But 
really the trust is a beautiful thing there the fact that they yeah. don't question each other the fact that they don't want to assume that people are shafting them is beautiful but it's so, but it's naive yeah, no, it's I... naive when you've got people like the city administrator though isn't it so yeah. yes absolutely but... it, you need to know well, no, do you need to? Maybe you just need to get rid of bad people. Yeah. Get but, rid of all of but the it, bad hats. But it's also a comment on the Doctor and Susan's relationship, isn't it? Because yeah, because she trusts him, but he doesn't trust her at all. And oh, so it's just yeah, you know. the whole yeah. It, I feel it's to me. Yeah, I can see trust parallels with them, but yeah, it, the whole thing seems based on control. Yeah, it's just it's not good. Yeah, it's awful. So I just want to finish off by talking about the nice. the weird Earthmen who are just so weird. Um, this is yeah. This is... this is where I might need your help. <laughs> this is where I came back in the room. So <laughs> what's happening? We only get that they're called Commander Number One and Number Two. They don't get names, which is just really weird. But they're yes. they're out of their minds. But it's not obvious they're out of their minds. And all the actors are obviously slightly bit part actors, and they don't play it very well. But I don't understand why their clothes are so ravaged, because they didn't they just. Didn't they wreck their spaceship afterwards? Didn't they blow it up themselves? I don't know. It's all very weird. They've been there for like five years. Oh, five they? years. Okay. Yeah. Ah. So, but yeah, because it's like five years ago. Some people came and fucked shit up, and that's them. Ah, yeah. Okay. But he, the commander is weirdly okay. But apparently, he's based on the sort of people who, who the, the Japanese who still thought the war was going on. You know, some people didn't give up. <gasps> Oh yes, I've heard some yes. really good stories about that. Yeah. And, oh yes. And like until the fifties, or I think the latest was nineteen sixty, where someone gave up in in Guam. Yes. The, the yes. 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 Yes, that's in that um that that annoying book. What's that awful book? Don't know. That has fuck in it. People buy it because it says fuck in the title. What's oh. that thing? What? Oh, I don't know. It's that really famous bestseller anyway, okay. one. They talk about it anyway. Yes, that one. Hmm. Good. Yeah, but apparently this is based on his experiences in Burma, Peter R. Newman, and about right. about the Japanese, and he was I think he was interested in this idea of like people being left behind and still thinking the war was on. And I think it's a really good concept. I like yeah. that. I, I wasn't bored by that concept at all. Yeah. But yeah, it was just the how they actually did it wasn't great. No. But um, yeah, I I was more keen for for the Doctor and Ian to kind of really kind of engage with them and for there to be a closeness because there's an opportunity to really have that revelation moment but it was just like no that they're, they're too far gone just fuck them yeah it was a bit of a shame well you have a very well ordered base here sir it's very good of you to say so we have a surprise for you the war with the sensorites is over is that true oh yes and the planet's ours now is it completely completely well this is absolutely wonderful we nearly lost you know I had command of a fine spaceship, very fine. Two of my men deserted. Pretended they had to go back to Earth to get reinforcements. So you had to blow up your spaceship? Yes. Still, I suppose I'll get another one. And it's just hilarious because Barbara has that wonderfully nonchalant line and she's still in a Malaga mood, I can tell, and she just says, they were, yeah. they were completely insane. <laughs> she just... <laughs> And that was my favourite line in the whole thing. I put that out on Twitter earlier today or last night. It was just like, they were completely insane. <laughs> it's like, well, we've washed our hands of that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they, they shipped them off somewhere, didn't they? Yes. And she was, yeah, she was more than happy. Yeah. No, no saving them. Dead no. to us. Yeah. Exactly. 
They were completely insane. Uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck is that book. Ah, we talk a lot about okay. those Japanese people. Okay, yes. well done. Yes. Well recovered. Thank you. So there's lots, of, <laughs> there's lots of telegraphing of Susan's departure. She even says, sometimes I want to belong somewhere. Well, you will, Susie, very soon with Mr. David yes, Campbell. Yes, we're all excited for you. Yes. Yes, but I, I, I almost felt a bit sad about that Yeah. in this because I was like, oh... Actually, I kind of wish that you didn't go off to be with another shitting chap because yes. you really need to find yourself. You yes. have more about you. Like in this, we saw that she was really quite capable yeah. and that she really is just going to go and cook fish with David. And I just yeah. feel that's like a bit of a shame. Like there's more she's yeah. capable of. I do of. like there's, David Campbell, but you're right. She does, need oh, to, yeah. she does need to find herself first. Bless her. Yes. But mm. Maybe she goes on like a retreat. I Maybe she, she just does. kind of rebuilds London and then she goes off and kind of does a whole thing around Italy and eats pasta and stuff. Yes. I think it'd be lovely. Yes. Um, it took me to the very end of the whole story to realise there was Carol and John in there. <laughs> You've even told me it before. Like, John and Carol. And I was like, yeah, yeah John, Carol. Yeah. Oh, Carol and John! That's <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, my mum! <laughs> yes, the, name, so the names of our mother and stepdad. Carol and John. It's just too funny, especially that they're going to get married. I think this is all a prophecy. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. I think if they've been watching yes. Doctor Who carefully enough back in 64, they would have known. Yeah. Yeah. What were they doing there? Mum was 19. Yeah. I'm sure she was playing netball. I feel like she played a lot of netball probably. when she was 19. John was probably about 40 yeah. then. <laughs> he was. He was just born in like that in 20 something. Yeah, that's so <laughs> but you can't just make jokes about old people you're no, so bad no, you're terrible Muriel um, <laughs> the city administrator is banished off screen wasn't happy about that I was like what What happened what yes. What? He, he, yes. you've followed him for quite a few episodes you need to see him have his comeuppance on screen and for him to be yeah, in chains right. or something yes Yes, you need his fury. But yeah, no, yeah. it was just like, oh yeah, job done. Yeah, it's all odd. It's all been resolved. Yeah, but yeah, it felt a little bit like someone just wanted the story over. It's like, right, yeah. send those people off on a ship. Right, they've got, okay, good, let's go home. Yeah. yeah but the, was, the weirdest thing fuller. was right at the end where the Doctor has a massive strop at Ian for no good reason. He says, right, the next place we go oh. to, I'm dropping you off straight away. So weird. Oh, Did you miss oh, that? that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because if you remember at the start of so the you can't expect me to engage throughout <laughs> it's the final scene but um, in the reign of terror that's what he's going to do you see he's going to drop Ian and Barbara off because he's still in a strop with them yes yeah. oh I do remember that mm. yeah he was oddly stroppy at the beginning of reign of terror it was bizarre yes maybe it's because oh, okay. Susan's made a stand and she's on the way out I don't know maybe yes so, so how much longer has she got? Well, she's got rain, feel planet of giants, and then it's Dalek invasion of Earth. So okay, not, not long. long. Not, not long. long. She okay. have to... Hang on, Susie. Hang on there. <laughs> hang on in there, Susie. <laughs> and meanwhile, we'll hang on for that T-shirt from Clayton Hickman. Please. Yes, Clayton. It will not be pushed aside. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big 
Sister Anna here with another interesting fact. Did you know that the producer Verity Lambert kicked up a stink about having to record in the cramped limiting sets of Lime Grove Studios? She fought valiantly and got much bigger studios for the other end of the season, but sadly too late to give the sensorites the spectacle it deserved. Bye for now! <laughs>、Oh, I But, um,、oh, yes. that, we really、mm-hmm. entered into that with open minds, I think. And yeah, no, we, we were, did. We yeah, did.、Dashed. And we said what we liked, but. Yeah, no. 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 Yeah, no. but no, I really enjoyed this. I,、um, yeah, it made me very happy. There w a s men in cute little Teletubby suits, but with much sweeter faces. It really was adorable. There was a, a monster or a creature. That you could get behind. You had sympathy for, they had personalities, there w a s quirks to them. I really enjoyed how much they developed the Sensorite character. There was a back plot about Earthmen being stuck in, in pipes that the Doctor sorted out. Like it had the Doctor being saving the day. Yes, okay, we were a bit annoyed with him because of his Susan stuff, but it, he did stuff. And it, it just it all got resolved. There was a strange bit in space where. It all feels a bit eerie. Why the hell are they being fed up there? But still, it just it was interesting sections that all, to my mind, came together quite beautifully. Yes. Agreed. I don't think I've got anything、really? to add other than that I, I liked the design. I,、um, I thought that it was different and interesting. And I liked all the stuff around the sense rights being telepathic about Susan's development. Oh, just lots of stuff、yes. was, was very good. I just felt whenever、yeah. it was just those scenes where it's the sensor rights just talking to each other, it was very easy to drift off. I mean, clearly, I missed a massive plot, plot point and probably more than one. <laughs> I think that's more your fault than the stories. <laughs> wow. But I think the campaign starts here、uh, for us to everyone to call Molybdenum and Molly Bendham because it's easier to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes.、Um, so now we need to think of、um, Hall of Fame. I think we've got some good contenders today. I think we have. So we have to put Carol and John in there, don't we? Are they one character? Yes, Carol and John. <laughs> Carol and John. Just as Ke- they are in life. Carol. 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 Second Elder, I liked Second Elder,、oh, and also、okay. Mr. Main Elder.、Yeah. Do you not like First and Second Elder? Even though they had annoying, like, not proper names, I did feel like you got their personalities, you did get quite involved with who they were. So、yeah. I do think they were deserving of something. Okay, oh, I'm, I mean, I'm struggling now.、Um, well, you've got the city so, yeah, administrator, even though he's the villain, he's a good character, I think. Oh, sorry, when I said Second Elder, I meant. Ah, I meant city the second L is the one who gets his, his、um, sash removed. But he does do that really cool thing where he、um, 
he's the one who destroys the firing key, isn't he? Or is that someone else? I don't know. I think it was, yeah. Yeah, Okay, was. so, yeah, so right. first elder and city administrator, good. Carol and Maybe Carol John. Maybe we should stick elder in then. Yeah. Um, yeah, Maitland's not getting a look in. I'm sorry, no. he's got no Carl, fucking chance. Carl, um, <laughs> I don't think there's anyone else. Oh, <laughs> commander of the Earthmen. Weird, weird-ass commander. No. Yeah, no. Good. No. Roy Kinnear? Reichen ear, spelt incorrectly though. It does have an it does an e a. I know, I know, I know you know that. I just feel I have to say that. <laughs> upsetting me. Reichen ear, engineer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that reminds me of that time when I did that bad one for Dodo Chaplet, which was really terrible. What was that one? I think I said Dodo Chaplet. Room to let or something just so terrible. <laughs> like the worst. Does that still make you shiver? Yes. <laughs> Almost as much as when someone says mem to you. <clears throat> <laughs> Good. So, yeah, oh, I feel like we really have scraped the barrel now. First and second elder and city administrator. Yeah. Plus Kel and John. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Good. I think we're not allowed to choose Susan. Can we just like Susan's Susan's independence as like a second character because we don't see that again and we haven't seen it previously. Like it's just it's quite nice to have that be part of. She the just plot, wants to belong. For God's sake, stop abusing her. I know she wants to be herself. Yes. She wants to be someone who thinks and feels and has different opinions. Yes. Love her. Yes. No, I, I did. I found a newfound appreciation for her, yes. and it went happen again but and I think Caroline was very good as well when she's given material she's very good thank you yes Kaza, Aza, yeah. she obviously isn't given that <laughs> as she's known in the trade <laughs> I always do this to all of them apart from Debs Watts she's Debs Watts but everyone else is just like Loza Jazza that's Louise Jameson <laughs> um, Maza Tazza is the one that I always say a lot um, less yeah. so Laza Waza <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a worse than not so much. I'm not feeling <laughs> So we got Lizard Slazer? No, we one? don't do that one. That's definitely not. I think it's inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think what? I realised I only. Oh, did... this is to be the next quiz. <laughs> <laughs> What is Sazza Sazza and Jazza Fezza? Jazza Fezza. <laughs> Strizza? That's another one. Bozza Lazza. <laughs> Bozza Lazza. I can't get that for them. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sazza Alza. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> Jazza Hizza. <laughs> Jazza Hizza is Jazza Hizza. Jacqueline Hill. And Wizza Ruzza. <laughs> oh, did you do it for men as well? I thought it was a purely female no. thing. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've now realised I only actually do it for Mary Tam. Actually, now we've, now we've been through this process. <laughs> God. Maybe we ought to do it for everyone. I, I love so. it. I think it definitely could be a new. It's gonna catch on. Game. I can feel it. It's gonna catch on. <laughs> I reckon. 
Good. Now. Yeah. Oh yeah, I could do it for new Doctor Who companions because everyone's a companion in New Doctor Who, wouldn't they? They walk oh. on screen for a second. Oh, a new yeah, companion. So yes. 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 Good. Do that. Right. Okay. Well, it's time to say goodbye, right. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, yes, we will see you next time on World Enough and Time. I hate it when I do that. <laughs> When I say time, time <laughs> twice. It. We'll see you. No, we won't. I'll start again. You will hear from us again. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> we I'm look forward to talking to you again on the next episode of World Enough and Time. Hmm. Yes. And time and time and, and time. time, and time, and time. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Good. Bye. Oh, have a good Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good Christmas, everybody. <laughs> we'll see you on New Year's Day. <laughs> bye, can I say bye? <gasps> yes. My God. Mm-hmm. Bye. Good work, Marnie. They got you. Wait, did they? Was that Marnie? So. Oh, they're really gone. So. Marnie, at the last minute, she just said bye. <laughs> <laughs> Fame at last. Good. The day after we got this podcast in the can, I was recording an episode of my other podcast, an A to Z of UK TV drama with Martin Holmes, when he happened to mention that the sense rights was his birth story, i.e. he was born during it. So I felt it only appropriate that I interview him about this story that might just hold a special place in his Doctor Who fan beating heart. So I'm thrilled to be joined by the ever-lovely, hugely talented Martin Holmes. <laughs> oh yes, I've come over from the other side. Ooh. Hello Martin, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. So um, we keep threatening you with joining us on World Enough and Time. That will happen very soon. Yes. You're, you're penciled in. Yes. To the, to the yes, horror. You, you want a chaotic episode. the horror that is <laughs> full of warriors of the deep. Um, but that's not yet. <laughs> it came to my attention that you were born during the Censorites. <gasps> I very well was, yes, indeed. Which episode? Indeed, I very much was as well. I think it's uh, it's it's around five or six. It's towards the end. It's towards, oh, towards, is it? Towards the, uh, yeah, the, the bits in the tunnels. <laughs> Where it goes properly it's bonkers. Probably, properly appropriate. Yes, yes it totally is. The poisoning the water, the poisoning the water. Hello, world! <laughs> so, um, obviously, because it's your birth story, as we like to call them, um, what are your... You know, what, what are, are my you, memories? Yes, no. What are your feelings about your birth story? Uh, I, I feel... Uh, uh, I, 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 I get uh, quite bothered by the fact that people are quite can be quite negative about certain shows. I, I think, like, Web Planet is... Is actually great. Actually, I like it. Yes. And the thing is that when I was growing up watching Doctor Who and becoming a fan and doing all the um, scrapbooks and all that kind of thing, yeah. Um, and DWM started, and you know, you would all these stories were so mysterious and unseen, and I genuinely thought at that stage I would never see them. So whenever anything came out on video, you know, VHS, v- not, not not DVD, VHS, <laughs> DVD. <laughs> VHS. <laughs> uh, I'm out of my age. No. Um, when the VHSs came out, I was always terribly excited just to see any, anything from, from that era because I just never thought I would. 
So actually, I like the Centerites because I, I get a warm, fuzzy feeling about any any of the shows that I just thought I'd never see. You know, yeah. I mean, okay, it's 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 a it can be a bit of a chore to sit through it. You know, you would, I wouldn't want to sit through it two or three times on the run, but I just think it's 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 a it's a nice little fur. I mean, the fact we're so so lucky to have so much of that first year yeah. at all. You know that it's there to be seen. I mean, it's, okay, yes, I know there are there are gaps, but the fact that that six episodes of a story from that nineteen sixty four is actually there to be seen by people. Yeah. You know, how dare we sort of sort of slag it off? Oh, it's a bit slow. Well, you know, storytelling in in I mean, have you seen Pathfinders? Storytelling <laughs> in that sort of era was a lot slower. You know, I mean, there's is it episode three of the Daleks where basically they get locked in a room and stay there. <laughs> yes. You know, it's not, you know, and then by the end of the episode, they've got out of the room, you know, and, and I think there's half an episode of even Dalek Invasion of Earth where it's just about solving a puzzle to escape from a room. You know, this is the way drama was made in those days. And I just, I think, and the, the Centrites, they're good little characters and they've got that nice thing going on with the timid, you know, the, the, you know, the timid and the noise bothering them. Yeah. And they all they all play that properly. And, and let's face it, you've also got a Cracker Jack connection. Cracker yes. Jack. Which we didn't actually mention in our in our um, discussion, Alex and I. So you've got Peter Glaze in there, you know, as a yeah. slightly slightly portly centre of centre. You know? <laughs> I mean, there, there are things about um, 60s science fiction, written science fiction or, or broadcast science fiction, which can be a little bit simplistic. Mm. So I don't feel the centerites are that different in the idea of alien menace as uh, like the monoids you know apart yeah. from the different number of eyes you know it's that whole thing they can't tell each other apart with the sashes <laughs> you know whereas any species would probably be able to tell every every one you know but it's just that every they all look alike towards kind of thing yes yeah, exactly. but they don't all look alike to each other yeah so so that's there are kind of ideas of what science fiction was uh-huh. from people who didn't really write it can be a little bit tricky mm, to sort yeah. of get used to in the modern world you know the the i think viewers were a lot more sophisticated than we gave them credit for it's the same the arc is also a bit it, you know, it can just be a bit you yeah. know in terms of we are aliens oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we all talk like this yes we all talk like this <laughs> you know there's all that going on and you just and you kind of think there is there is this sense of it got better and i think by the time you had people like malcolm hulk later on you know, trying to build them as actual genuine societies. Yeah. Uh, you know, you had different sense of uh, the alien didn't have to be all, all bad or just a one-note character. And I think that as as I is it pretty apart from the Daleks, it's pretty much the first aliens we see, isn't it? Really? Yes, it absolutely is. I mean, you yeah. have humanoid aliens like people from Marinas, but other than yes. that, you don't have yeah. Yeah, so so they are the 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 first attempt to try and build another culture. And again, uh, when you get to the web planet the year after, you know the the fact that they try and build an entire society based around different kinds of is the ambition of that is astonishing. You know, yeah. And and you do wonder actually if the two stories have been transposed. If the sensorites had been second, would we all be walking around with sort of dinner plates attached to our feet (laughs) and and telling people not to shout? You know, would that be? Sensorite mania. Yes. <laughs> the Sensorites are the only... I mean, they were able to get the TARDIS lockout. You know, they were clever. They yes. were clever buggers, you know. Yes. They were. So can I trouble you to tell me if you have a favourite scene from the Sensorites? 
I like the bit at the window. I like that that opening. Um, yeah. You know, there's all that. There's all that. Str- I mean, there's the strange space opera. I, I don't know if you know your Nigel Neal, but Nigel Neal always used to insert in in the in the early Quatermass scripts. He would insert these scenes of bad space opera. Right. And there's quite a lot of bad space opera going on, and then they're all got sort of their space jumpers on, and they're all being terribly <laughs> spacey, and with all their space levers and all this kind of thing. But and that's kind of yeah, okay, you know. But um, but the bit at the window is actually quite creepy. Yeah. Right? You know, when they're yeah, sort, of, sort of floating and 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 they're coming because you've got this. They've been set up as this uh, men- mental barrage. They are really quite terrifying. And then you see them, you know, again. and that again is exactly the same sort of setup as the Daleks. You know that you're, they're talked about, they're talked about, and there they are. Yeah. And I think it's it's genuinely quite shocking that you know it's it's, it's it, and and it's done very well. You know, and it's a nice set, isn't it? You know, the spaceship set is a nice set, and that whole thing about the set design being all circles—that's you know, so <laughs> they've got circular feet. <laughs> yes, Ray Cusick was inspired, wasn't he, by yeah. Gaudi? He said for the circles. Yeah. 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 You know, so I think I think it's it it okay. It might be a slow watch now, yeah. and I, I accept that. You know, I mean, and again, it's another one of those those shows that would probably, in the end, serve be served better by being four parts. But that, you know, that's hindsight. But actually, it's it's it, it's a nice steady six episodes, and and I, I feel its reputation would be better. Like I say, had it been made earlier, I know the the nature of the production is that it would never have been made earlier but but it's just it i think you know it's almost like maybe we got to the point where oh the daleks were huge yeah or what's the next thing that everyone's gonna be talking about and then these bald guys with the round feet turned up and everyone went oh is that it (laughs) yeah and the other thing is you can't you you you, let's face it you can see the actor in those and that was terry nation's thing you know hide the actor yeah and it becomes more exciting you know people are going to ask the question and when it's obviously a man in a i don't think they are rubber masks are they They, i think we may be pre-rubber mask with those they're kind of they look like they're made out of plaster almost It's, it's, it's it's a very disturbing it's actually a very disturbing look in the yeah, little wispy beards. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming I assume you comment much upon their little wispy beards. Oh yes, well on it, on everything sensorite. <laughs> I, I, I'm hoping there's a dress for success. Oh, of course moment. there is. <laughs> have you have you made your own sensorite outfits? <laughs> yeah. Not as yet, but well, there's a project for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, it is our Christmas episode, so that would be appropriate. Oh, well, there you go. You shave your head, walk around with dinner plates on your feet. Yes, oh, that's yeah. Christmas Space sorted this year. Yeah, absolutely. You're supposed to eat the dinner off the table, not off your feet. Do you remember that sense right Christmas we had? That was strange. <laughs> but that was also the, that wasn't that the Christmas of 1964, sense right Christmas, when everyone went mad for sense right. <laughs> Oh yes, amazing, amazing times. Yes. <laughs> okay, you couldn't, well, you couldn't get dinner plates for love the money. No, you couldn't. People were strapping them onto their feet like goodens. They're so, wrapping them in the tights. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for this little extra moment um, to talk about your birth story, the sense rights. Thank Indeed. you, Martin. My pleasure. Take care. Bye.